You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I'm here with a, a special guest. I've got Nikki Kessler with me, and I'll tell you all about her. But in December, Attentive, our parent company, did something really fun. They looked at the 5,000 brands that were using Attentive for SMS, and they actually did an awards ceremony, which was cool. So in January, I get to have all the winners on. And today, I'm here with Nikki Kessler, who leads email and SMS marketing for Electric Marketing, a Gen Z marketing agency. Nikki was the winner of the Jolliest Text Award, which was I thought was funny. I had to ask someone what that was. So the Jolliest Text Award went to the most clever SMS campaign that gave subscribers a laugh. So of course, we got to hear about that. We got to hear about your your SMS strategy in general, Nikki. But first, thanks for joining me on the show. Yeah, of course. I'm excited to be on. Yeah. So first, let's start with Electric. Maybe just give us an overview. Like, what's the agency all about? Yeah. So we are, like you said, a Gen Z marketing agency, and we kind of just do all things e-commerce. So we have paid ads, social media. We have a whole design and development team for web that supports all of our marketing efforts, as well as a design team for like ads, social SMS, and email. And we do lifecycle and retention. So email, SMS, rewards programs, and everything like that. That's awesome. And sounds like you've been there for a year or so, and you are really focused on the email and SMS work for clients. Yep. Awesome. So who was this client that won the Jolliest Award? Who were you working with on that? Yeah, so that was for Florence by Mills, which is a also kind of a Gen Z brand. Um, it was started by Millie Bobby Brown, who was in Stranger uh, Things. You may course. have heard of her. Love that show. <laughs> yeah, so it's her makeup and skincare brand. They have everything you need for a full skincare routine, everything you need for a full makeup routine, and they're continuously launching new products and they're really fun. Wow. So is it safe to like call that an influencer-led brand in a way? Um, yeah, I think so. Like she's the face of the marketing and all that? or Yeah, yeah, she is. That's great. That's cool. So yeah, maybe we can start with the strategy behind the SMS program for the brand. Yeah, so for them, they're super fun. They have a really fun brand voice. And all of their product names are really fun. They have like, they just came out with a bunch of new lip lines. And so they have like Mark My Words lip liner and things like that. And so I'm kind of able to have a lot of fun and play on words with a lot of their products. And for this campaign specifically, it was for a Halloween sale that we were doing. And so I was kind of able to play with like ghosts and other like spooky kind of things. Because we were promoting like things that clean out your pores. And so we were kind of going with like clogged pores are way spookier than like ghosts. Nice. I like that. I mean, that's the fun part about SMS is like you don't have to be all formal and write, you know, three paragraph email. You can kind of just like text. I mean, if it fits the brand voice, text as if you're sending a friend a text. So that was the actual text like about the ghost that you were just saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I can't find it right now. But yeah, it was like, we can handle all the scary zombies, ghosts, and clowns, but clogged pores are the spookiest things of all. So we could promote the cleansers. Awesome. And so you sent that around Halloween. And was that like, it doesn't sound like that was an automation. Like that was a campaign, a one-time send. Was there like a specific? Yeah, that was a one-time. One-time send. Mm -hmm. Nice. 
Was there like a goal? Like, do you set goals before you send campaigns like that? Or It kind of depends. For that one, our goal was just to drive revenue. For some other campaigns, we have goals of engagement. So we did Millie's Hacks. So she had kind of a video series of where she was showing like what products work really well together. And so for those ones, they were more to drive engagement and get more people just on the site and engaging Mm -hmm. because we know that a lot of the customers love Millie. And so we kind of use her to make sure people are engaging with the brand and staying up to date with all the newest products. That's amazing to have that level of like content generation around education, right? Actually posted today about like, I think this is the year where SMS goes mainstream. And I was getting a lot of pushback on it. And the pushback was not from marketers excited to test. It was from consumers like you and me that are are hesitant. Um, and I think my biggest takeaway from that was people feel like they don't want a 15% off coupon texted to them every Friday, right? But everything that you're talking about, about the campaigns you're executing for this brand, whether they're engagement-based or sales-based, have nothing to do with that, right? So I love that strategy. And Sounds like it. it's really been been working for the brand. So how did that specific campaign go about the ghosts and the spooky stuff? Yeah, that one performed really well. It was, I think we sent three messages through that for that sale specifically, and it had our highest revenue per message for that sale and for the month of October. That's awesome. That's awesome. So was it just like a series of three texts or... So we had like the initial sale launch and then we had a follow-up reminder and then we had a last chance for a smaller segment of people who were higher intent just to make sure they could get their hands on everything. Yeah. And I love that approach. That reminds me of like some of the stuff we talked about over Black Friday on the show around education. I think the key in those is you announce to broad but targeted group. And then with each additional send, hopefully you're filtering out the people that have purchased after the first one, right? So it's like, by the time you send that third, you're not actually sending three texts to every single person on your list. It's really just a reminder as some people purchase, they drop out of that sort of multi-text campaign. So Yeah, definitely. And with things like that, we want to make sure like we're hitting the people who clicked the first campaign but didn't purchase because they're obviously higher intent than the people who just kind of opened it, looked at it, and put their phone down. Awesome. So maybe we can back up for a sec. Like you personally, you know, I mean, you've been at Electric for a year. You're helping a ton of clients with with email and SMS. Like what about your journey with SMS? Had you tried it previously to Electric? Yeah, so previously I was only doing email before I started at Electric. But when I started at Electric, we have an email and SMS combined position. And so I kind of had to just pick everything up and learn as I went. But I think that like attentives courses were super helpful. And then just looking at all of my clients' historical data, as well as like what's performing on social and email and ads and kind of spinning that into SMS strategies as well. That's awesome. Yeah. And I imagine like when you're first starting out in a new channel, you start with a playbook that you think will work and you implement it. And then a year later, it's probably evolving and getting more sophisticated over time. To the extent that you remember what you were doing a year ago, like, can you tell us how 
some of the strategies evolved or maybe like what you're focused on now and some of your favorite campaigns for SMS or strategies for SMS? Yeah. So when I first started, we had some clients who were strictly on like two SMS per week. They wanted to send to the full list. They didn't want to segment a lot. And so I was like, okay, I guess this is how you're supposed to do SMS marketing, which is like clearly not. But now that I've been doing it for longer, I'm kind of more comfortable with saying, okay, I think this segment should get this campaign versus this segment getting this campaign, as well as just building out our flows and layering in A-B testing into as many things as possible. And then some new strategies that we're kind of testing out now that we have the capabilities. And like, obviously, capabilities will expand as the technology expands. Yeah. But so something new that we're kind of playing with is text to keyword. Mm. So like for Florence, we recently had a product launch and they're having a couple more product launches throughout the month. And so we sent out an email campaign driving to an SMS landing page for first access, which we've done before. But then with the text to keyword capabilities, we were also able to send a message to our SMS subscribers to give a certain group, whoever responds, I think our keyword was new 2022. So whoever responds with that keyword, we put them on a list and we made sure that they got access before everyone else. Got it. So that's like a, an easy way for someone to join your list, A, right? But B, for you, based on that keyword, you can kind of route them and put them in flows based on different campaigns on where you're putting. Yeah. And it's nice to see like, okay, this group is really interested in new products or maybe this group, I know we're going to do one to see if people are more interested in skincare or makeup. And then we're going to put them into those lists so we can kind of target those audiences based on their interests. Ah, that's smart. I like that. Good. So I think you and I are both in this industry. You're executing SMS campaigns daily. Like, To a founder or marketer of a brand out there that is focused on email, understands the value of email, what would you say or what sort of advice would you have to give them the confidence or try to excite them to get over the hump of SMS marketing? Yeah, so SMS obviously kind of has a higher buy-in because you have to pay for those messages. But from what we've seen with all of our clients, it's definitely worth it because we've seen higher conversion rates. And then obviously with SMS, you have a guaranteed open, like someone's going to look at their phone. Whereas email people usually like open rates are never 100%. And it's also a fun way to just keep a VIP group kind of like, if that makes sense, because that's pretty much how we treat our SMS lists as a special VIP group. So they'll get first access to product launches, to sales for lead generation will usually give a smaller discount to email and a larger discount to our SMS group, just since that usually is a higher converting audience. So most of the time it turns out to be worth it. Yeah. And do you hold true to that? Because I think that strategy around like SMS is the VIP, like, and the, the promise of early access and stuff like that. So is that like another flavor of campaigns that you're running is you're actually sending things to SMS a day or hours or something like that before email and other channels? Yeah, definitely. And then also we have like fun flash sales that are SMS specific. So usually if we're going to do like a 24 hour flash sale or something along those lines, it'll go out for only SMS just because 
we don't necessarily want to be hitting our email subscribers yeah. with all of that information as well. Awesome. Love it. Really, really good, good info in here. Congrats on winning the Jolliest Tech Award. That was a super fun one to see. And you heard it from Nikki. If you're hesitant on SMS, just think about the open rates and the uh, conversions that you'd be getting out of this new channel. So Nikki, thanks for coming on. This was awesome. And look forward to doing more with Electric. Yeah, thanks for having me.